Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is David Pattison. David is chair, mentor, and advisor for multiple businesses in diverse industries. After becoming a board director at the age of 29 and co-founding his successful media agency, PhD, he has advised more than 20 businesses, chaired 10, and led to three successful exits. David currently chairs three businesses and convenes MBA and MSc courses at Manchester University Business School. His new book, The Money Train, 10 Things Young Businesses Need to Know About Investors, won the best startup slash scale-up book at the Business Book Awards in 2022. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, David Pattison. Thanks very much, and thanks for having me along. Well, first off, David, why do you do what you do? It's a really interesting question, and actually having that question in front of me made me think about it. Um, I've, I've worked out that actually I've never really chosen my career. My career has sort of chosen me. Um, you know, one of the pieces of advice I give to people is, you know, the most stupid question you get asked is, what do you really want to do? I think the, the, the best question is, what do you not want to do? So I've always left some room for me to move into stuff. And actually what, ha- what happened for me is I came to the end of my CEO career. Um, not really, ch- it was sort of, sort of happened fairly abruptly and it was, and it was sort of um, not a chosen end. But, um, and then I just started being asked to help people. Um, but I realized that I wanted to help people not in a sort of non-exec tick box way, sort of slightly arm's length. I wanted to be slightly more involved. And I also saw it as a great opportunity to work with some really smart people who were considerably younger than me. So as long as I didn't look in the mirror, I just felt a bit, I felt a bit younger and, and I, I learned something new every day. So I guess I do what I do and it's, some of it's selfish in that I learn stuff. Some of it is giving a bit back uh, in trying to help companies not make the, dis- the mistakes that I made on the way through. And you've probably had this before from other people, but you learn lots more from mistakes than you ever do from things going swimmingly. Um, and then I guess the third reason is because I just want to help. You know, um, And it's, it's really rewarding when you do help and something goes well. Well, tell me about your new book, The Money Train, 10 Things Young Businesses Need to Know About Investors. Yeah, it, 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 see, I'm a bit of a box ticker uh, as a, you know, you know, do this, do this, tick, tick, tick. And I've always, you know, the old adage is that everyone's got a book in them. I've always wanted to write a book, but I never thought it would be a business book. I went through a particularly bruising fundraise for one of my businesses, and I got to the end of it. Um, and I thought, I'm going to write a rant about how dreadful investors are. But actually, it's not true. There are some very good investors. And I also realized that a rant was not something that people would particularly want to read, particularly myself. Um, So I decided that the thing I could do would be to help young businesses prepare for the investment journey. And the reason it's called the money train is because you are boarding a train, you are on a track, and you are going to end up in in a destination, which is selling the business. Because if you if you take money from investors, they expect to get a return and they expect it within a certain time period. So for me, it felt very unfair that uh, young investors, just at their most inexperienced, 
are dealing with very experienced uh, uh, negotiators in either venture capital or private equity or even some of very high net worths. You know, they're very, very seasoned uh, uh, investors. Um, so they have a lot of experience. So I wanted to try and just even up the balance a bit because if you make a mistake in your first investment round, all that happens is that that mistake just gets bigger and bigger as you go through more rounds. And in the end, you can end up losing your business as a result of it through no real fault of your own other than being inexperienced and not preparing yourself. So the book is about preparing for the journey because I, I very rarely see people able to renegotiate a deal once they've done it and signed it. You know, investors will say a deal's a deal, you know, so you're stuck with it. Uh, so for me... It's a range of advice from, you know, make sure you get the best lawyer that you can afford, make sure that you've got good financial help and input, and then how to prepare for due diligence, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so the, the book is, is quite iterative. So it, it takes you from the start. So understanding the market, do you really need to raise money? You know, I think companies are, they're almost conditioned, funnily enough, by the investment community that the only way to run a, to have a successful startup is to go and raise money. Sometimes you can do a startup, you can make it profitable very early on with maybe just a bit of seed capital or from money from friends and family. And it, okay, it may delay the, the growth of the business slightly, but it does, it means you remain in control and you can drive the business yourself. Now, is the the mistakes that these the young entrepreneurs make is it due often to the the I guess we use malfeasance of the investors, or is it just more to their inexperience? You've got, as in all sectors, you've got a real range, you know. And I, I've dealt with some fantastic investors who actually, through the investment process, have made the business a better business. You know, they pointed out actually, if you behave in this way, or you put this system in place, or you have a different type of strategy you will have a more successful business. So I've seen that. But at the other end of it, I've seen people who are just trying to, you know, make money in any way that they can. You know, the thing that, the thing that I impress upon investors in young businesses and founders is investors only care about one thing. That is their money and how much their money is going to make. And as long as you understand that and see through that focus – then you'll be okay because they will make decisions that aren't sometimes aren't necessarily the best for the business, but they're best for their investment. So, yeah, it's a range. The good ones are really good. And one of the things I talk about in the book is, you know, get the best investor that you can for your business, someone that's going to help you without trying to run the business for you. I think that's one of the, the the critical thoughts is that as a as an entrepreneur, your your purpose in going into business isn't necessarily to make a profit. That's the result that you're hoping for, but the purpose is to is to do something else, to help other people, to create customers, to do that. But once the investors get involved, they almost force in a way the purpose away from the original purpose of the business to the what should be really the result of the business. Yeah, I agree with that. And it, it, it's a shame that that happens. I, 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 you know, I advocate that you should, you should be the best business you can be at all times. And if you have got targets, and if you've got an investor, you normally have got a target. If you've got a target, then make sure 
that you hit those targets and they'll leave you alone. Um, it's when you start missing targets that the problems come, and that's when you really do start being taken off, you know, off of the, the path that you want to to to, to progress down. Um, Again, I think if you can be the best business that you can, profits will follow. I think, I think if you set up with a target of the only thing I want to do is make a profit, you're just going to end up in, a, in the wrong place. Um, so I, I agree with you. And David, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? I've thought long and hard about this. Um, one of the, you know, one of the... The, the true sayings in life is you should never meet your heroes. Every time I've had a hero and I've met them, I've always been a bit disappointed. It's not their fault. It's just I've put them on such a pedestal they can't possibly uh, perform to that level. So um, I've got two answers. Um, the first one is I'm, you know, I'm a motor racing nut. I wanted to be a racing driver from the age of five. I actually achieved it when I was 56, which was fantastic. But uh, and I've always been a bit of a fan of the underdog. So my my ultimate hero is a guy called Ronnie Peterson, who was a Swedish racing driver in the late '60s and early '70s. Very flamboyant racing style, but a very quiet and measured, uh, very Scandinavian, obviously because he's Swedish, um, and just was seemed like a very nice guy with a, a very good moral compass. Never cheated at anything. Did things properly. So unfortunately, he died in the mid-1970s, but as most motor racing drivers did at that time. But he's my, he's my hero. The other heroes are, and I do genuinely mean this, I think anybody that sets up their own business, particularly people who set up the business on their own. You know, when I set up my business, I did it with two partners, which shared the, shared the load and the pain. I think my, my view, anybody who sets up a business is a hero because it's so hard and it's hard for a long time. Uh, and it actually gets harder as the logs that you need to put on the fire just get bigger and bigger. So and it's a pretty general answer, but that's, that's where I've got to on, in terms of heroes. All right. And lastly, David, how can somebody contact you? Uh, they can get me on my website at www.davidpatterson.com. I'm also on LinkedIn under the name of David Patterson. Um, and I'm on Facebook as well. All right. The book is The Money Train, 10 Things Young Businesses Need to Know About Investors. We'll put a link in the show notes. David Patterson, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.